what's going down people ah another week of chin check um so the plan was check out glory 70 check out rise and ufc singapore what actually happened was completely ran out of time and um yeah so only got round to UFC Singapore but it was a fun card so um yeah you know I think next week will be better will be better but yeah let's get into um let's get into the fight yeah Okay, people, so, man, every week we get another great UFC card. Like, you always wonder, ah, oh, is it gonna, is it going to be as good as the previous? And, yeah, recently, really have. They, we've got great card after great card. It's a lot of fun, even on pa- when on paper, sometimes you look at it and be like, Eh, will that be any good? I don't know. I don't recognise a lot of the names. Didn't you watch any? Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. You know, so um, this past weekend, we had UFC Singapore. You know? Um, in theory, it was UFC on ESPN plus 20. Damian Meyer v Ben Askren from the Singapore Indoor Stadium. Um, John Gooden, Dan Hardy, Paul Felder um, were the announcers. Laura Sanko was there. Bruce Buffer was there. And we had 11 fights. Um, and yeah, so I think we had a lot of fun. But I think I'm going to start with the second prelim fight, which was Luma Lukbunmi against. Alexandra Albu, and yeah, so I, I going in. So um, look, Boonmi is making her UFC debut, and she is the first, the first Thai fighter to make it to the UFC, which yeah, that's pretty big. It's pretty big, and. So she's fought an Invicta, but an Invicta she fought at Atomweight. So it was like now she's moved up to the strawweight division. And it's like, oh, how will she do? Okay. Um, because <laughs> you know what I mean? When when they're in the ring and they're in the octagon, you could see that um Albu was considerably bigger than Lokbumi. But, you know, look, Bumi's a former Mai Tai fighter. And, um, you know, she she's a whiz with the kicks. Which was, um, yeah, it, it, it was impressive. So, um, you know, she was testing, looking to test the body, um... And face and, and and legs with kicks, body kicks, all of that. 
Yo, she she threw out a nice tea to the face to at the start. You know what I mean? So she was coming with the speed and the leg kicks against Albu, who was the bigger fighter. Um so look when me you know I mean she landed some she was moving a lot. Yo, so round one she's moving a lot. She come she caught Albu with a like a a few elbows. Now Albu, she landed some good shots of her own, but she was chasing the fight all the time. Um, you know, and I think, yeah, like she was holding a lot. Crazy thing, like the ref told her, like numerous, like stop holding. Stop holding, stop holding It was surprising that she didn't get a point taken away You know, because she was holding that much Um. Yeah, you know uh, it, was a, it was an odd one it, Yeah, it was really odd that she didn't lose a point Um. Yeah you know, so that so come the second round, look, Bumi came out and she took her um, like she was wearing a vest over the the tight kind of sports bra. So she took the vest off to stop the holding. Um, but yeah, so she's come out um, and she's. Really utilising the speed Even more so this round Just peppering Albu um, Albu landed some body shots But look me um, she, she had good com- She had like good composure And she just Dumped Albu A, a, a couple of times there's, yeah, I think people probably forget that there's a lot of clinch work in Mai Tai. So, um, yeah, she just put out uh, Albu on her ass. The only thing was, when she was putting Albu down, she just walked off. Because, you know, in Mai Tai, you, you, there's no ground and pound. So you dump and then you walk off. And she was doing that. Uh, and you kind of feel, as she gets more... Ring time And and further in her career She will Look to um You know when she gets someone down She'll jump on top And land Because she's got good elbows So you know she dumps you on the floor Instead of walking away Jump on top and just land those elbows You know um, But The third round Um Look, Bumi still had a load of energy. Yo, even though she's like been jumping in and out, throwing you just vast array of attacks, still a load of energy. Um, and everything still looked just effortless with, for her. Uh, you know, I mean, still coming with the leg kicks. And Albu's legs are marked up, they are so red. Really red, and Albu is definitely more tired now, you know. Um, but she's still walking forward, she's still trying 
to um to land um but just unable to corner look for me and unload um in, in this round, look for me, she utilises the clinch. So she's using the clinch and just throwing knees. Throwing a lot of knees. Um, yeah, and then getting to range and throwing kicks. Like, I think towards the end of the round, Albu does get a takedown. But, you know... The weird thing about the takedown was she was yeah, she was trying to um she was trying to get a sub. Yeah, which was odd. You know, she was trying to Yeah, d- but she was nowhere near a sub. That was the thing. And you think if she had just unloaded with ground and pound Maybe she might have been able to do more with that position. She had 25 seconds left. Now, so it went to the judges. They gave it a split decision to look boom me, which did seem rather crazy because, yeah, I don't, there's, you have to wonder, like, what are you giving to Albu? In this instance, what actually are you giving to Albu? But I think that was one thing from the night. There were a few, there were a few weird kind of judging moments. Yeah, <laughs> so we will get to some of those. So the next fight, um, another prelim, was Sergey Palovich against Morris Green. So now we've jumped up to the heavyweights. And yeah, Morris Green had been on a bit of a run. And Palovich, he's on a um I think he's on a two-fight win streak himself. So yeah, we, we you know, first round, Green he comes out and he lands a couple of really good leg kicks. You know, but the only problem is is he's throwing the leg kick naked so he's not setting it up with a jab or you know anything and so Palvovich he um he starts to counter with a jab you know because yeah if if you're throwing a naked kick and you do it more than once people then see your routine you know, they see what you're doing and, and they'll counter you. Uh, so, yeah, that's what was happening. So, Palfovich is trying to land his um, overhand right. Green, you know, he, he starts to move opposite to that. So, you know, he's being sensible. He's trying to move away from it so he's not going to get hit. Uh, but, yeah, problem is Palfovich, he... he as I think Green had said, you know, that when he was breaking down the fight, visualising the fight, all he has to do is avoid the overhand right. Mm, yeah, it's a bit, you know what I mean? You can't really simplify simple, it. I think if you simplify it like that, 
you you become a bit nonchalant to other weapons. And so when Palvovich threw a really stiff jab, got through Green's defences, and, uh, yeah, stunned him. Green's gone up against the fence. Um, Palvovich, he throws, uh, you know, another combo. Green drops. And... He he goes. He I think he threw maybe one ground and pound. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I, but yeah, Green has dropped, and he's using his legs to keep Palpovich at bay. So he's on his back, legs up, and and he's using the legs to keep Palpovich off him. Right, Herb Dean jumps in and stops the fight. Uh, and I don't know See, Paul Felder felt that it was probably a good stoppage I, I, yeah, I'm not sure It looked a little early to me You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it looked a little early to me I don't know what to say Hmm I think people have to, will probably have to look at that one And, um yeah, make their own decisions. But, yeah, it did seem a little early with the stoppage. Okay. So, next up, I think we will go to um, Ronda Marcus against Ashley Yoda. So, I, I remember listening to... Hmm. I think it might have been... um. The Florin and Anik. And yeah, I think everyone was thinking Yoda was going to um yeah probably easily take this one. And it was interesting. So they start off vying for position, which was kind of interesting because they're trying to I think get in a position so you the lead hand can get. But you you can throw kicks So it was a bit like mm, I get it But I don't get it So you know what I mean They're a bit tentative to start off Um, Then they kind of go Straight into a clinch They're on the fence And um, Yoda takes Marcus down She gets a little ground and pound in um, but then Marcos kind of ties her up. It's a bit of like a reverse triangle, but not really a reverse triangle. So, yeah, she she's not going to submit Yoda. But, you know, it does keep Yoda off her. Doing, you know, it kind of makes sense, but it's not really doing anything. So probably it might be better to try and stand up. Um, but you know, they um, eventually scramble, and Marcus gets, um, like she kind of gets a bit of a dance, but not quite a dance. Doesn't work. Um, 
She manages to get a little bit of ground and pound off, but then they're back to their feet. Um, not really much happens. End of the round. Second round starts, and Marcus is she's landing at will, really. You know, it, it's a weird one, but I think. The consensus was that Yoda probably had the better stand-up. But Marcus is the one landing with all the shots. Uh, you know? Um, and she's doing damage. I mean, that's the thing. When she's landing on Yoda, she's landing with more impact. So Yoda's hit... You know, Yoda does hit Marcus, but... When you look at the face, when you look at everything, it's clear that Marcus is doing more damage. Um, she, uh, but the problem is, you know, and DC said it in his last fight against Steve. Hey, you can get a bit reckless because you get to like punching someone in the face, and you get a bit sloppy. And that's what happened. Marcos got a bit sloppy, and um, Yoda was able to uh, take her down. Um, a lot better this time, you know. Better position, and she's able to land some ground and pound. You know, some decent ground and pound. Marcus gets up, eventually gets up. And she gets on top of Yoda. It was, it was one of those ones where it's a bit like it shouldn't have happened. Like she, Yoda shouldn't have let it. But I don't know. It just got a bit sloppy. She got a bit sloppy. Marcus gets on top. Um. Yeah, and lands her own ground and pound. So they end the round on their feet and um, Marcus hits Yoda with a couple of really good shots. So you're kind of thinking Yoda probably took the first. Marcus has taken the second. It's all about the third round. So this one is kind of like the second round, really. You know, Marcus is yeah, landing... Doing a thing on the feet. Yoda gets a takedown. Marcus eventually reverses it. But when they get back to their feet, they're exchanging. But Yoda's not really throwing kicks. She's not throwing kicks. So Marcus, she's able to close the gap and... Um, just land, land some good shots on Yoda, you know, so it's a bit like, ah, and they're heavy shots as well, so, um, yeah, it, it, you kind of think, who is going to get it, slightly leaning towards Marcos, and yeah, I think that's the way the judges saw it, you know, I think it's, Especially with Marcus finishing with some heavy shots. It kind of then, yeah, I think put that in mind with the judges. And, um, yeah, Ronda wins on a split decision.
So now we are we're on the main card, and we've got um, Muslim Salakov against Loriano Starpoli um, as our first fight at welterweight, and um. Yeah, this was, like, the first round, it's a bit of a chess match, you know? So, we've got Salah, um, Salahov, he's pushing forward, but neither really wanted to commit at first, you know? Um, Salahov, he, he throws some quick fire... You know, spinning attacks. Misses a couple of head kicks, which are really close. But he lands a couple of really good, um, yeah, kicks to the body. Lands a couple of really good kicks to the body. Like, <sighs> Staropoli, he does block some of the stuff, but he, he's... he's like doing it kind of dangerously just with his arms out and we've seen people break arms recently so it's a bit like ah what the fuck is he doing you know what i mean yeah it's getting a bit like Ugh. um sarah Poli, he he's you know he's moving a lot um trying to throw his own attacks but nothing really lands you know it's all kind of showy, but with no real impact. Uh, second round. Um, so this was a better round for um, Starpoli to land. You know, he comes out with a good head kick and yeah, do, throwing a lot of forward pressure. But the head kick doesn't phase Salahov. Which is just a bit like, God damn it. <laughs> That's got to daunt you. When you could land a good head kick and the other person just like, and what? <laughs> um, but yeah, Salopov is, um, he is really evasive. You know, he's able to avoid most of what Staropoli throws at him. And he catches um, Sarapoli with a really nice spinning kick to the face. It's like, pow, how will you like me now? You know what I mean? Um, and he seems to have Sarapoli's timing. You know, and he's just able to catch him with, you know, hooks. And... Um, you know, where he, he, he can kind of sense the level change. And, um, yeah, he, you know, so he, he gets Staropoli with, like, uppercuts and shit when he's trying to come in at different levels. And then he just attacks with, like, head kicks, uppercuts. He's just flowing with the shots. Um... But the the crazy thing is, Staropoli is able to survive, able to survive, um, which, yeah, you don't, 
it's just like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, then the round ends. You kind of think if the round went on a bit longer, maybe Sarapov could have got the stoppage, but who really knows? Um, I think that, you know, the third round, Staropoli knows he needs a finish. So he's like super motivated to um, do something. You know what I mean? But like he's pushing forward. He lands, you know, he lands some good shots, but really, uh, like Salahov, he, he knows what Staropoli wants to do. So he's able to evade. And then put really good combos together to counter. You know, and um yeah, I don't know, like Sarapoli starts to land on the body, but at the end of the round, and you're just like, you should have been doing that earlier. So yeah. Fight finishes, unanimous decision to um Salahov, which <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a bit like, obviously, people. Obviously. So now we're back to heavyweight. And we've got Dontel Mays against Cyril Gain. Um, whew, both big guys. You know what I mean? Both big guys, but keep moving real well. Um, first round... Mays, you know, he's all loose, he's very loose, he's throwing, you know, throwing leg kicks and everything, but, <laughs> oh man, you know what I mean, it, it, it's just like, Gaines is so precise with his attacks, it's crazy, you know what I mean? It, 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 and you straight away see the difference. Because although Maze is loose, it, he, he's a little bit sloppy. A little bit sloppy. And Gaines is like a sniper in there. He's got great movement. Um, and you, you, you know, so he's able to avoid like. Headshots on the fence. He's on the fence and <laughs> Maze is throwing at him. Doesn't land anything. It's just like, what the hell is going on? And um Yeah, it's it's just like he just throws back, but he's so accurate that he lands. Maze, you know, he, He's not lying down. He doesn't seem phased. But. I don't know. He's just. I don't know. Like he, he's trying to attack. But when he's attacking. He's just open. He just leaves himself open. And gains his just. Smacking him about It was just like Whoa You know just He's landing some great body shots 
you know, really good body shots. Um, and what doesn't help is Maze gets a jabbed, jabbed, and straightway his eye is just like boom. His eye just goes, and he's dabbing at the eye a lot, which is just giving Gaines another target to hit. You know, just another target to hit. Um, yeah, and he and he's um. Oh man, he goes straight for him, and you know, Maze goes down. Gaines jumps on top. A lot of ground and pound, but the buzzer goes, and you just think, yo, the buzzer probably saved Maze. Buzzer probably saved Maze. But when the second round starts, Maze looks fine. You see, he was crazy. Because he's slow, to, he was slow to get up. You know what I mean? At the end of the first round, second round though, he looks fine, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and you know he he he's throwing a lot more kicks. You know, throwing a lot more kicks. I mean, gains. Yeah, you know, he, he he's able to move out the way a lot. You know, and um, Maze isn't throwing combos, which is, I think it's a problem. That, I think that's the big problem. He, he needs to throw combos to really have any effect on games, but he's just not doing it. He's, he's more single. Um, and Gaines is just using his speed. You know, he's he as the rounds are going on, you you see the confidence in gains, and um yeah, he gets a takedown, <laughs> which you don't expect. Gets a takedown, and um, yeah, just pressures Maze. He he's pressuring Maze, and um, landing at will. Gets another takedown at the end of the round two. So it's just like... I, I, it's hard to see what Maze can do to yeah, really change the flow of the fight. Third round and it's the game show. You know what I mean? He's just... Oh man, just putting pressure... You know, just putting so much pressure on Maze. I, like, who's doing well to stay in the fight. But, yeah. You know, Gaines lands, like, man. Like, he throws a good back kick. Um, like, I mean, so a body kick that um, hurts Maze. Clearly hurts Maze. He lands another one, um, and uh, yeah, Maze slumps against the fence. Gains. He like he unloads with knees. Unloads with knees, and you're thinking, "Oh shit, this is it." What's weird though? He goes for a takedown. 
So he takes Maze down. And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, why do you do that? So there's a little bit of exchange on the ground. And I think, like, there's a few seconds left. Maze drops back with a, with a heel hook. Drops back with a heel hook. And ain't, like, three, three, maybe four seconds left. Maze taps. And you're like, shit. <laughs> Which, and I, I think it's the um, latest stoppage in heavyweight history. So yes, yeah, Cyril Gaines gets the win. Um, next fight is uh, Benil Dariush against Frank Camacho, and that's a lightweight. Um, and you're like, oh, this, because you know both fighters, yo, when they come to fight, they come to fight. So, that man was looking forward to this one for sure. Um, <laughs> oh man, but this this was crazy. It was probably one of Dariush's best performances in the octagon. That he came out and um, really stamped his foot on the stand up. You know what I mean? Like, he was just tagging Camacho. Like, he gets a takedown. Camacho, like, who's the weird thing? So he gets a takedown. And he lets Camacho kind of get up. But in getting up, and in the way he let Camacho get up, Camacho has to give his back. He has to open up his back. And as soon as he does that, man, Dariush jumps on it, um, gets the hooks in, sinks in a rear naked, and it is done. It's done. You know what I mean? It was quick, very quick. And a, a really good performance for Dariush. Um, then we've got so it's the uh, co-main co-main event: Stevie Ray against Michael Johnson. And um, man, so Johnson he's come back down. Well, he's gone up, gone up to lightweight. You know, because he was fighting at um, featherweight. Yes, fighting at featherweight, and um, yeah. So it's just like, what's gonna happen? Um, so first round, it was pretty even. First round was pretty even, to be fair. Like. Johnson, he's got the speed and movement advantage. Um, but Ray, you know, he's um he's still like he's not moving around, but he's kind of reading Johnson's movement, and so like he's able to counter. So he's able to counter. 
But, um, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, Johnson is pushing the pace. But it's like, who do you give that round to? You kind of leaning probably towards Johnson. Second round, um, man, second round, Johnson, he just steps things up. There's like, in the corner in the first, Henry Hoof is just like, look, more pressure, leg kicks, just, you know what I mean, go for it. And that's what Johnson does, you know. He's um, hitting Ray with, like, so much variety. So much variety. Like, Ray tried to get into it, but uh, whenever he landed one, he gets countered with two. You know what I mean? And sometimes he doesn't even land. And then he's getting smacked with a real good combination in return. Um, so, yeah, it's not great. Johnson, like, you know, he's he's throwing more leg kicks, body shots. He really gave it to Ray in this round. And Ray is marked up. His face is a mess. It's a real mess. Third round. Um... Yeah, starts off pretty much the same. You know what I mean? Um, Johnson, he's stepped up another gear. And he's just landing at will on Ray. You know, he, he's just really just taking it to him. Um, Ray, like, again, just single shots. Single shots. But with a minute left in the round, Ray gets a takedown. Gets a takedown, and he's able to unload with a lot of ground a pound. You know, a lot of ground a pound, um, and like he tries to go for a rear naked choke. Johnson avoids it. Round ends. Fight ends. So we're just like, okay, cool. Like, but, so the crazy thing about the third round, so Johnson controlled four minutes of it, Ray had one minute, right, the other two rounds, you'd probably go, yeah, Johnson, so you're just like, alright, <laughs> yeah, this is, Johnson wins, no, no, he doesn't. Stevie Ray somehow gets a majority decision. So two judges give it to Ray. Another judge gives it as a draw. And such a fucking weird one. It was so weird. It makes no sense. Doesn't make any sense as a decision. You know, because... It's hard to see how Ray would have won that fight. His face is a mess. He's being countered. He's being hit more. Like the punch count becomes a little bit even because of the ground and pound in the third. 
But look, you have to look at the fight. Uh, like it's not a robbery, but yeah, it is hard to kind of see how um, how Ray wins. It's crazy, but you know what? Who cares? Now we're on the main event: Damian Meyer, Ben Askren, and um, yeah, Damian Meyer is. I mean, like he—he's probably one of the best jujitsu practitioners in the UFC. I think that is fair to say, right? And Ben Askren, again, I think it's fair to say that Askren is probably one of the um. Yeah, I think it's fair to say he's one of the best. Wrestlers in the UFC I mean You've got Remember we got Henry Henry Cejudo And um, Daniel Cormier But I think probably Askren is probably in the top three You know what I mean Probably in the top three So it was always going to be Interesting to see How two people At the top of their game are going to compete, right, so we have this, and um, the fighters themselves, like, in the lead up to it, they're both saying, like, yeah, we're, we're not going to be scared to take it to the ground, because we want to see who's going to be better, that's what we want to see, so it's like, okay, awesome, now, <laughs> I mean, people say things and people say things, right? Because first, like the first round starts, and yeah, it's a stand-up fight. It's, it's a stand-up fight, which is just like, wait, what is happening here? Now, but this is the thing: Fury's crazy ass career in the UFC, Maya has developed a stand-up game. Now, is he the best striker? No, he isn't the best striker. But he's got enough game to hold his own, get in and clinch with people. You know what I mean? But Askren his stand-up is um, rudimentary at best. It's just not good. It's very sloppy. Uh, it's very sloppy, and he's putting himself in so much danger. He, he's not defending himself. His arms are outstretched. He's kind of... Like, they're outstretched to try and grab hands. You know, so it's not great. It's not great at all. Uh, but at the end of the first round, Ashkin gets a takedown. He's not able to do a lot with it, but he gets a takedown. Okay? Second round starts. And yeah, it's like it's a bit better. So it's a it's kind of weird because Ashkin, although like, the style hasn't changed, but he is landing more. Do you know what I mean? He, he's, he's kind of winning 
the exchanges, which is like, huh, like he get, opens up a cut on Maya, um, and you're like, oh shit, and he gets another takedown. Now this time though, Maya is able to um get a reversal, get to reversal, but then um, you know. Askring reverses that. So we're just like, oh shit. Now, this is what we were hoping for. Because we're really getting, because you know, now we get to see some of this groundwork, this uh, who is best, who can do their thing, you know, who can dominate in this world. So, you know, second round finishes Might be one all Might be one all But third round starts And um, Maya's doing a bit more better on the stand-up this time But Askin's a bit like Okay, I didn't do too bad on the ground So, fuck it I ain't waiting for, you know A minute, 30 seconds I'm gonna take you down now and he goes for the takedown, gets the takedown. <sighs> it's kind of problematic. Kind of problematic because it's like he gave too much time. Um, so, yeah, he, he goes for the takedown. Maya kind of counters the takedown. Um, a scramble. And... He's able to, yeah, he's kind of got Askren in a position. Askren, like, I so weird because he he kind of turtles up and just, it's like he's offering his back up. He offers his back up and Maya's like, okay, <laughs> fine, thank you. Oh, I'll have that. Takes the back. Takes the back. Um, first, he's just got the hooks. Then he goes for a triangle on the midsection. And you're like, ah, shit. This is not looking good. And, um, yeah, you know, they're scrambling. You know, Ashkin's trying to defend, trying to defend. But then it's like, uh, he, 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 he lets Maya in, you know, in a way, just get his arm too easily under the chin, too easily under the chin, and once he's under the chin, that's pretty much it, you know, he's pretty much it. And you see Askren go to tap. He gets one. Then his arm just like slumps to the side. Um, ref comes in, stops the fight. And it does seem like Askren was out for a few seconds. And once it's released, he kind of comes back around. But um, yeah, Maya for the win, boy. So um, you know, it's all good. I think. I, I, man, I can't remember if like 
Maya's now got the the longest win streak with submissions, something crazy. But yeah, it was it was a um definitely a good look. So um the bonuses went to Cyril Gain, Binal Dariush, and the fight of the night was Maya Askarin. So yeah, this was this was definitely a lot of fun. But people people I think you know it is definitely all about UFC two um it's two forty four next week. Madison Square Gardens George Masterdow against Nate Diaz and god damn it this card is stacked 12 fights so many good fights on this card so many good goddamn fights i mean the co-main event kelvin gaskillin against darren till i mean darren till's first fight at middleweight so you're just like, oh shit, that's a good fight. Stephen Thompson against Vicente Luque. <laughs> Derek Lewis against Blagov Ivanov. Kevin Lee against Gregor Gillespie. The unbeaten Gregor Gillespie. So that's the main card. You know what I mean? That is the main card. We got... The prelims, Andre Lossky against Jarazino Rosentrup. Brad Tavares against Edmund Shabazian. And Shabazian is looking like a monster in there. Shane Burgos against Maquan Americani. <laughs> and then the um, headline prelim fight. Corey Anderson against Johnny Walker. Anderson is like, listen, you should be putting me up against John Jones. Johnny Walker, like crazy prospect, knocking everyone out. But he's not for a wrestler like Anderson. So can Johnny Walker validate his um his skill and show everyone that he's the new heir apparent or will Corey Anderson be like nah I'm next for John Jones look at me now you know what I mean it's crazy but <laughs> you we got the early prelims as well Julio Arso against Hakeem Dawadar. Lyman Good against Chase Rencounter. And Caitlin Tregazian against Jennifer Meyer. This card is stacked. And people, of course, you can get your breakdown next week on Chin Check. What? What? Yes, people. Boom.
Okay, people, so coming to the end of another episode, and um, yeah, got man, there's uh, been a few things happening. <laughs> you know, what I mean, there's a few things happening. All right, first, um, Douglas Lima. He beat Rory McDonald to reclaim his um, Bellator belt. So there's that. Um, Marcin Held is going to be fighting PJ Birch at Polaris 12. So, um, yeah, that would be interesting because Birch is a beast. You know what I mean? So, um... I don't know if Held can do that one. Um, what else is happening? So Paulo Costa it had bicep surgery, so he won't be um, Israel Adesanya's first defense. There are some like hints it could be El Romero. So. But Romero lost his last fight. So you wonder, could it be Jarrod Cannonier? Or even Uriah Hall? You know what I mean? Um, I know Hall wants that fight, so that will be interesting to see what happens there. Um Katzingano has signed with Bellator. So it's nice to see that Kat has got a promotion and she should be fighting soon um, and she's going to be joining the featherweight division okay so Rob Fun is fighting Ricky Simone at UFC Washington on the um, 7th of December that should be de- that should be interesting and um Sam Alvey had to drop out of his UFC Sao Paulo fight against Shogun Rua, but Paul Craig has stepped in. Um, And I think that's a winnable fight for Craig. You know what I mean? I I, I don't think, um, you know, he should be fearful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely think that could be an interesting um, fight So, this is some weird news Supposedly um, Yeah, supposedly um, Diego Sanchez Isn't with the UFC I don't even know Um this is what um, David uh, Ledeck said on um, Rogan. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, it sounds like Sanchez is looking to join Leftway, which, man, that's not the look. That's definitely not the look for Sanchez because. Leftway is crazy. That's some vicious shit. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't think um, Sanchez has a chin like he used to. So, yeah, that would be a, a crazy thing to do. But who knows it, how true that is? You know what I mean? 
who knows how true that is and so so the end with some weird news so Clarissa Shields you know what I mean who's like a top female boxer she has um, said that she would be interested to um, join Bellator at 155 you know as a lightweight but, you know, she, she hasn't fought MMA, right? So, <laughs> when approached, she said, yeah, debuting September 2020. Um, I've done some wrestling training, going to start BJJ next month and learn some kicks. So, next year, September, I'll be ready. Um, yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean that's kind of crazy. Like, you know what I mean? She's she's a great athlete. She's a um, you know, a top boxer. But to um, learn enough jujitsu and um, kickboxing, that's that's not enough time. That. Really, and you know what I mean? She's uh, I've done some wrestling training, so I've done some. It, it, it's just that like it doesn't sound like she's giving herself enough time to, um, you know, gain the right tools. Like, she wants to get into MMA because, um, I don't know, she feels that, um, you know. Female athletes are um, given more respect. You know, they're treated better financially and all of that. But if she's gonna do it, I think give yourself enough time. Like she, yeah, I think if she said, I don't know, early 2021, that's a bit better. But it's, it's going to take a while for her to compete against, you know, a lot of the top athletes. Because we've seen it happen. A top Mai Tai kickboxing, you know, they come in, get just get taken down. Taken down and beaten up on the ground. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But people, that is it for this week. Yeah, check you next week, man. Peace.